Brazil is always among the favorites to win the World Cup and it isn't hard to tell why. Brazil has the most successful team in World Cup history. Brazil is the first nation to have lifted the trophy three, four, and five times. Brazil is also the only country to have played at every World Cup to date, and since 1970, has always reached the tournament's knockout stages. But they have not managed to win the trophy since 2002, when they beat Germany in the final in Yokohama, Japan. In World Cup terms, that might not be such a long time, but for Brazil it's too long. That tournament was the last time a non-European team won the World Cup, and the Selecao have been eliminated by European nations in the past four editions of the tournament, including the humiliating 7-1 hammering from Germany. Yet Brazil's arch-nemesis is not current World Cup holders France nor Germany. The Netherlands or Belgium are not to blame for their failings either. Brazil has been its own worst enemy, more specifically, its own football association, the Brazilian Football Confederation, CBF, and its greed. The 2002 World Cup ends with Brazil being the only five-time world champion, with Ronaldo, Roberto Carlos, Cafu, Rivaldo, Kaka, Ronaldinho, a dream team. But that's exactly when the CBF began to maximize the commercial aspect of the national team to an absurd level. Brazil's training camp ahead of the 2006 World Cup took place in the small Swiss town of Weigas. In a period of two weeks, the CBS sold a total of 48,000 tickets to see the team's training sessions, about 3,500 per session, charging about 20 euros per ticket. Since there was an entrance fee, the players were expected to do something fun, juggle, dribble, balance the ball on their heads. It turned into a circus. It turned into everything except a proper preparation for the World Cup. There were complaints from the coaching staff, but it was too late. The commercialization of Brazil's national team was more important than the sporting aspect. That's how a star-studded team that probably no one will ever see again, Roberto Carlos, Cafu, Rivaldo, Kaka, Ronaldinho, and Ronaldo all in the same squad, couldn't get past the quarterfinals. The national team's lucrative business approach has created a distance between the team and its own fan base. More often than not, that distance is literal too. Executives at the CBS signed a contract allowing external companies to arrange friendly internationals for the Brazil national team. They organized the Brazil Global Tour that consisted of a series of friendly matches up until the World Cup in Qatar. Out of a total of 60 games, only 11 of them were in Brazil in order to maximize profits abroad. The tour's website proudly claims that it is setting the standard in ticket sales, broadcast viewership and sponsorship revenue while securing top-ranked opposition to prepare for key tournaments. However, the tour's last two matches on home soil were not exactly against top sides, with Qatar and Honduras both comfortably beaten. The CBF has been married by a series of scandals for years. Former President Ricardo Teixeira was forced out of the job over allegations of bribery and financial irregularities. His successor, Jose Maria Marin was sentenced to four years in prison for his participation in a scheme to accept bribes in exchange for the media and marketing rights to football tournaments. Marin was then replaced by Marco Polo Del Nero, who was banned from all football-related activity by FIFA after being found guilty of receiving bribes. The CBS current Brassel Global Tour contract with Pitch International, a British sports marketing firm, runs out soon. The agreement will not be extended. But going more than two decades without winning the World Cup cannot be good for business or for the national team's brand value. The good news for Brazil is that they will go into the Qatar World Cup 
not only as strong favorites, but also as the top-ranked team in the latest FIFA World Rankings. Many betting sites and bookies are backing Brazil as the country with the best odds to win the tournament in Qatar. There has also been stability at the helm since the last World Cup. Type will be the first coach to take charge of Brazil at two consecutive World Cups since Tel Santana did so in 1982 and 1986. There has been trust in his process so far and the coach has plenty of firepower in his squad with attacking options such as Richarlison, Rafinha, Gabriel Jesus and Neymar. Not only do Brazil boast a star-studded squad, but a young one as well. Real Madrid's Vinicius and Rodrigo, as well as Manchester United's Antony, are in their early 20s but already have years of experience playing at the highest level. Neymar looked at me and said, Coach, these kids that are coming, it's just nuts, what a good headache to have to try to put them all on the field. I agree, said Tite said. The squad is not short on quality elsewhere on the pitch either. Goalkeeper Allison, defenders Militao and Marquinhos, and midfielders such as Casemiro and Fabinho top off a Brazil squad that at least on paper seems close to invincible. We have other players who are also decisive and vital. That's good for Neymar, the national team, and the coach. It's good for us as a team, added Tite. A World Cup victory in Qatar could help Brazil finally patch things up with their supporters and give them a chance to recover their Jinga, the essence and magic of Brazilian football. Adding a sixth star to their crest would also help them regain their status as the nation of football. Remember to follow Golia and hit the love heart or share it with a loved one.